money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. Well, that's really good because this is the show where we not only talk about money, but we talk about the hard issues around money. So we'll kind of be doing double duty. And if you're new to the show, welcome. We are so glad you're here. If you're a regular listener, whether that's uh, on the podcast or whether that's live in person here in Ottawa, uh, we're broadcasting on CHRI uh, 99.1. We thank you for coming back for listening. So grab your coffee. Rob and I were talking about this a little bit earlier this morning. <laughs> Today's show just seems like a coffee show. It seems I, like, you know, we want to pull up the chair, you know, kind of gather around that nice, comfortable spot uh, and and just have the conversation. And I, I think, um, you know, part of that is just our heart in in what seems to be a bit of a crazy season here to just kind of come together and have a, a, a conversation. I know. I really just wanted to sit at our yeah. kitchen table yeah. and you said no. So, well, you know, well, actually. We had to move some technology. I know. And that. then our daughter's doing yeah. school and yeah. then the kids would come down and interrupt the show. So, you know, although that might have added to the, <laughs> to flavor, the flavor of the morning. Anyway, <laughs> so we are uh, just back back at it by ourselves here with the microphone in front of us. So, but grab your coffee. Imagine we're sitting at your table with you this morning. So, um, yeah, so you did the intros and all of that. Do we need to do any housekeeping? I I like to throw it out. For those that are new, morethanenough.ca, chhri.ca, notmine.ca, our good friends over at uh, uh, Financial Discipleship Canada all host the podcast uh, with players. So you can just click play and go. Well, and you know what? We haven't had Ray on as regular yeah, this year. So. I know it's like every other month. It's just the way it's fallen. So, so. he will be back in April. Yeah, so, so. Uh, yeah, that'll be good. Um, so normally we start the show with scripture, but I think... Um, I think I will mention a scripture, but we're going to intersperse it today because... Today's show and next week's show, um, we a little are bit of a two-parter, right? Eh? Two-parter. Mm-hmm. We want to talk about faith, fact, and fear. And we want to bring to you some of the issues that we're hearing about at More Than Enough. Um, at More Than Enough, uh, we're a financial coaching company that um, our desire is to bring financial hope and financial freedom to people and um, we do that in our mortgage department, our tax department, and our coaching department. We also do a whole bunch of seminars and all of that good mm-hmm. stuff, if, if you don't know what we do. Um, and we really want to enable and empower all of you to live well financially. And at the same time, as Christians, we want to encourage you that your walk with God is intricately related your financial freedom. So um, saying all of that, we normally have a a scripture at the beginning of the show. And I'm actually, why are you smiling at me? Well, I was smiling because I'm like, yeah, uh, 
just to let you know, Reb and I often don't just make up all of these things, but that, that scripture is actually, you know, the foundation of a lot of times is when we're, we're reading through scripture and scripture talks so much about how, how we can use the resources God has given us um, to, to bring glory, to help the world around us, to, to, to really just reflect the character of God. And so today, as we're pulling up our coffee and as we're, you know, sitting down, we're just simply starting the conversation. And, and you know, that's why faith in the faith, fact, and fear uh, title for today is so important. It, it is the foundation because uh, we are here, right here, 2022. There's lots of, lots of reasons and lots of things going on that uh, may, I don't know what, I don't know if attack is the right word, but affect, let me just say affect our faith, um, maybe af uh, affect our, our fears, maybe increase, decrease, but Rev, you're going to jump in. So I was just smiling because I thought, yeah, we, we don't make this stuff up. These are the questions <laughs> that we have. These are the questions that people ask of us. And then we look into scripture and we go, well, Lord, what do you have to say about this? And And we get to dig into and then just kind of have the conversation. And I was going to just say, we're going to just start with a discussion on these three uh, aspects, faith, fact, and fear this morning. But I actually, Dave always laughs at me because I pull my book out, my own book that I wrote about cultivating trust. So in some ways, um, what we're talking about today and next week is I spent a, yeah, like, well, we spent years mm -hmm. talking and, and writing about this, but Okay, I'm going to jump in because I think it's really, I, more than ever, as we move into this, you know, we, um, yeah, we like to promote your book, Cultivating Trust, Finding Hope and Freedom for Your Finances, but it is such a timely message. And, you know, again, uh, just give, for those that are new, don't really know us that well, um, we've been searching the scriptures for the last 15 years intentionally in what we do. In more than enough to say, what does God say about finances and our faith and our interaction between Him and us? And and this book uh, is is so timely for now. I mean, cultivating trust. Do we need anything more? Uh, is there a more poignant um, topic for right now than trusting in the Lord in the area of finances? Um, I, I think it's a really timely book. So I'm doing a little self-promotion for you, Reb. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'm glad it's not just me because no. usually I'm promote, trying to promote. Anyway, yeah, it's not about me. It, 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 as you know, if anyone knows me, this was more an act of obedience to write it. Um, it's mm -hmm. as Dave and I have quickly said, it's not perfect um, because uh, I can be a, a perfectionist. So it's taken a lot for me to be vulnerable enough to put it out there. So but I am reading from it today because there are th some things we're talking about that triggered my memory about even what I wrote. And but I mean, Matthew six, which is predominantly the foundation for the book mm -hmm. and so much Matthew five, six and seven was the stuff Jesus spoke about, about worry, about the kingdom, about how we're to live, who's blessed in the kingdom, how, how we're to forgive, how do we shine our lights and be salt on the earth? how we're to um, just walk out things. And he didn't just speak them in a time of peace. He spoke them in a time when Rome was super oppressive. And, and right now, some of us are feeling the oppressiveness. Right now, 
um, at the recording of this show, the Ukraine is is defending itself uh, against mm-hmm. Russia. We're concerned as a nation. We've just come off of the protest on Parliament Hill. There is so much division and unrest and uncertainty. You know, we're all itching to travel, but can we really? Should we? What's really happening with COVID and the variants? So many questions. But the questions are maybe different circumstantially, but the same atmosphere what existed when Jesus spoke, mm-hmm. Matthew 5, 6, and 7. Mm-hmm. And Jesus says to us today, you know, we say this all the time, but this is really what he, we're going to say it again, Dave. Do mm-hmm. not worry mm-hmm. about your life, what you'll eat or drink, or about your body, what you'll wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Remember the context, you guys, of when Jesus is speaking this. Rome was oppressive. Taxation was huge. And, and there was just struggle in, this, this, in the earth. Look at the birds of the air. They don't sow or reap or store away in barns. And yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any of you, by worrying, um, add a single hour to your life? And then he goes on. And he goes on about clothes. And he says, don't worry, don't worry about what the world's worrying about. And then he says this, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you. Therefore, don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And today, we're, I, I'm going to start that um, this discussion with those verses, because we want to remember that And I want to remind you that you are valuable to the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Jesus asked the question, rhetorical question, are you not more valuable than the birds of the air? And it's an important question, not just for us to teach as a Sunday school lesson to our children or to Mm -hmm. our neighbors and, and just have this knowledge in our head. It's a knowledge we need to intake and eat and, and make a part of our being that we are loved, we are precious and valuable to the Lord. Um, and that's a foundational piece to what we're talking about today. So, and I, and I think, um, you know, again, it is, um, it's, it's a truth that we, we want to just rest in. And, and again, we're, as I, you know, this is the, let's just sit here for a minute and, and let that sink in that, the God of the universe, the one who created us, who knit us together, the one who knows us before the, the creation of the world, these are all truths. These are all things that are that we can are foundational. We we know them to be true. That that God is saying, I see you, I care about you, you you are more valuable than than the birds of the air. You are more valuable than um, some of the other things that God has actually given us to enjoy in creation. And he's, you know, he's really, Jesus, again, is saying um, that let that, that truth sink in because it's so foundational to the next, co- the next line that he says. He says, now, um, you know, the clothes you wear, is life not more than that? Uh, you know, the, the things that you do. Is there not more life in that? And And it's a really, if you're struggling with the goodness of God and that you are valuable, you know, that is a valid struggle when we see all the um, hard things happening in the world. But our encouragement to you today is actually turn all the voices off Mm. for a little while 
And I, I'm just getting this image of my head like suntan lotion. You know, um, we need to protect ourselves from ultraviolet rays, I guess, in the summer. And we put suntan lotion on. Maybe we need to put God's lotion in, you know, that it would seep into our pores to remind us we're loved because all the other voices are telling us we're not. And we need to put it in like lotion to protect us from some of the things that aren't true. We call them at, at our in our coaching department, limiting beliefs. You know, they're beliefs that are limiting us. So today, as we dig in, we're going to talk about the issues that we're hearing about and questions we're being asked and things that are happening. So what are the issues? So I wrote actually a bunch of things out. Mm-hmm. Um, people are calling our office looking for advice what to do with their cash in the bank. That's that's an issue. Some people are taking their cash out. Actually, I was talking to someone this morning, and he's heard of people that are heading to the U.S. They're done with Canada and are just moving south. So I, I don't know what that's about. Uh, so people are are making changes. People are spending exorbitant amounts of money on housing, mm-hmm. and they're going into huge debt to do so. Um, uh, you all are hearing about this, and I'll read some stats in a short while that Manulife has come out with about the concern that affordable housing is causing Canadians. Mm-hmm. People are wondering if they can trust what they're seeing. Can we trust banks? Can we trust lending institutions? Um, people want their lives to go back to normal. People want peace. They want an income they can live on and life to enjoy. Actually, that sounds like Ecclesiastes, so <laughs> that's that's pretty good. People want security and peace and comfort and ease and part of the issue now is we're not finding it. Mm. What, what, what was two years ago is not now. And what are the facts then? So part of the fact, faith, and fear, out of all of these mm-hmm. issues, we want to talk about some of the things that are true and are happening. Yeah, and, and I think, you know, again, looking at some of these, uh, we're talking about faith, fact, and fear. So, so let's talk a little bit about some facts, you know, in terms of, you know, and I'll, I'll pick up on that last comment you said, you know, where um, if we look back pre-pandemic, uh, and of course, that's a, a kind of a defining line, things have certainly changed. But but again, uh, when we when we can step back and say, well, the interest rates are actually lower now for your mortgage than they were pre-pandemic. So we're still lower now. So if you're thinking about and, and you see all of that economic stuff going on, you're going, well, uh, we're still in better shape. That just means we have to prepare more. But there are other things that have tightened up. So here's some of the facts. And and Rabbi, uh, I know you. We we looked at the survey from Manulife, and, oh, yeah. and there are some facts there which I found really okay so, enlightening. Eighty-seven okay. percent of us as in Canadians, uh, in terms of affordable housing, are saying there's a problem here. Like the housing in Canada, whether you're renting, whether you're buying. 87% of us think there's a there's, crisis. There's a crisis. Yeah. Like the houses are just too expensive. And, and I will say, because you know this, in mm-hmm. our community out in Dundas County where I live, um, uh, David and I are part of a committee mm-hmm. that is looking at affordable housing and the need is growing, but mm-hmm. it's growing for for the poor and the impoverished in a way that's really um burdensome for us because there is no place to live and costs are going so so up considerably and that is a fact and um if you talk to i talked to a gentleman last year at the c C C. thank you uh, the canadian 
Mortgage Housing Company. Thank you. He's better with acronyms <laughs> than I am. Um, he said, it's a crisis across our country. It is. There's been a time we have not. It's. He said he gave a number like 15 years. We hadn't been haven't been attentive to this need, mm -hmm. haven't been preparing. Because we haven't been preparing, we're in a crisis right now. So it is a real issue. That is a fact. Um, and actually, it, it, feel, it feels like, I don't know if this is a fact, Dave, but it feels like the rich are getting richer and the poor, poor. And that is not necessarily, I don't think it's necessarily true, but there is a statistic out there that I read. In, <clears throat> I, <clears throat> sorry, I got a frog in my throat this morning. Um, that's, <clears throat> sorry, that household savings are actually gone up in COVID, yes. but for the higher incomes, it's gone up 30%. And lower incomes, are uh, it went up 10%. So the bulk of the savings are with people who are wealthy or wealthier. So that is a stat. Well, and as a little, little side note, I mean, again, going back to some of that just maybe makes a little more sense because those that have more cash flow, that, that have right. more, you know, they haven't been able to travel. They haven't been able to go and do some of the things that they normally would have done. Whereas those of us who are on a, a lower income level, uh, our margins are a lot tighter. So, uh, you know, again, comparatively, we can draw a little bit of a conclusion to say, you know, the the average Canadian family, and this is a good thing, has been able to save money over the last number of years in the pandemic simply because there's been less opportunity to spend it. And I, again, I, I, I want to challenge or, or bring that to the front to say we can do it. Uh, we just... When we don't have a choice, boy, we, we can save money. But when we have a choice, we decide not to. And so, you know, in that, um, you know, the other statistic that, that, that really stuck out to me is, is you know, one in four. So 25% of Canadians are having a hard time keeping up with just the regular bills. And, and again, we're going to see that as, as some of the expenses like gas prices and, and some of the inflationary prices that, that we see are going are, are higher and what is going to happen there how are we going to navigate that and and you know that's a question that we get coming into the office all the time yeah. is, is so what do i do how am i going to navigate an extra 20 30 50 bucks in groceries how am i going to navigate an extra 20 30 bucks in in gas how am i going to navigate the you know 20 30 50 bucks whatever it is in that next expense that is more costly than it was a number of years ago and so and while we're you know when we're recording this today it's the beginning of march and and mm -hmm. and we're a few weeks recording ahead of time so when you hear this it might have shifted again but um the interest rate did go up by a quarter of a percent correct, correct. the bank of yep. canada put it up a quarter of a percent and that's to keep up with the inflationary rate right is that how that works well we won't spend any time on that except to say that there are uh, there are so many different variables that are at work right now and the bank of canada in march 2022 has started to increase the 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 um the, the interest rate interest rate the the prime lending rate so um do we expect to see more of course we do that again in the context of when covid hit the bank of canada dropped the prime lending rate by one and a half percent so now we've seen that kind of move up a half a percent so we are still a percent below 
where the prime rate of Canada was in March 2020. Um, and so, you know, again, I know that it's difficult and I know that things have changed. And, and this is where, you know, we, in a sense, looking at a little bit of context to say, of, of course, some of these things are going to go back to normal. And the interest rate is actually one of them that should be going back to normal. The question is, how quickly can we as Canadians adjust to that? as we navigate some of the other things that are going on, like inflation, which right. has increased. Which, which has increased, yeah. Yes. That one statistic we read yes. was 32% increase over a year ago for fuel. For fuel. Right. And, you know, we're Depending feeling, on where you are in, in the country. I know. And, well, know, yeah, that. there's a lot of caveats. And then, so one of the other facts that I we were talking about was, you know, there are people who are now wondering, um, because of what happened in the Canadian protests, and they saw mm -hmm. banks' accounts seized. Everyone, there are people who are really concerned and worried that the government's just going to come in and freeze our bank accounts and take our money. Right. So they're actually withdrawing the cash uh, from their accounts. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, that speaks, to, that's really is happening. And that speaks to a genuine concern. Um, but we, I say that and share that story because we want to talk about fear mm -hmm. in regards to these facts, in regards to the issues that we are facing. And David and I, I will say David is um, way less driven by fear. My 32 years of knowing you. Has it been really 32 years? It's been 32 years. Okay. Yeah. So in 32 years of knowing you, I actually met you 32 years ago in January. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Anyway, um, you are less driven by fear than a lot of people I know, which probably makes you uh, a really great coach, I think, because um, you're lately you've been asking me, OK, are we in fear? Are you in fear of making this decision and concern or are you actually, you know, walking are in trust? In are, are we, we in, in faith? faith? Right. So we're going to talk a little bit about that because in the climate, you know, we want to consider what people are afraid of. Mm -hmm. um, we're, I think we're afraid of not having enough. I, yeah. I think we're afraid of all that money we've saved up in the accounts or in the markets losing it. Mm -hmm. And in 2008, that was a legit concern. We're concerned we're going to lose our retirement savings. And, and, and there's uncertainty. We're concerned we're losing some of our freedoms. We're, well, I, we're, I, I think that uncertainty one uh, to jump in, Rab, is, is really we're afraid of something that we don't really know, know what we're afraid of, right? So, uh, and that's real. Again, well, all I, of because, these are real. Because the verse I read at the beginning, Jesus actually says, don't worry about tomorrow because today's got enough trouble of its own. Mm -hmm. So he know he knows exactly that today does have enough trouble. So, so mm -hmm. to spend time worrying about tomorrow when we need to take care of today. So that's one of the things that we want to talk about in faith is taking care of today what God's put in front of us to do. But we're just laying all of these issues out, um, not to discourage anyone, but to actually encourage you that Jesus spoke about and to these kinds of things all those years ago in the Sermon on the Mount. Mm -hmm. And um, so, so can I, can I, can I like jump into my favorite okay. story okay. again? Right. Yeah, you know, as, as we're coming near the end of the show, you know, we, we talk about this show entitled being Fear, Faith, and Fact, right? So those three is in the intersection of those three. And again, as, as we look at our lives, uh, I think one of the encouragements that I, that I want to see clearly here is, is that, 
we want to look at Christ. We want to we want to come to Christ. We want to uh, again read through the Gospels, like whatever it takes. Go for a walk with worship music in. Experience however you experience the nearness of God, because again, there's a truth there that says God loves you. God sees you. He knows you, and 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 he he. He, he's going to take care of you. We, we don't know what that exactly looks like or how that's going to play out. But when, when we talk about these three things, faith, fear, uh, and fact, um, you know, I go to the feeding of the 5,000 and the disciples come to Jesus. You know, Jesus has a whole bunch of people that are looking at him and they're so uh, in the presence of Christ that for three days, they haven't eaten a whole lot. Like there's a lot of people here and sure they might've eaten and I, and I don't want to get, but, but there's a recognized need. Oh my goodness. There's a lot of people here and there's no food. That's the fact. And, and the, the, the faith part of it, again, as Jesus comes and he says, so what are you guys going to do about it? And that's a little bit what, can you imagine the disciples going, well, send them away. Like we don't have enough money. It would take six months worth of income. The fact is that there would take so much work to feed all these people. It would take so much. And Jesus is saying, listen, you know, all these people are here and I have compassion on them. It's, a, you know, the scripture says that Jesus looked at the crowd and he had compassion. He had love of the father as he looked at this crowd, as they looked at him. And so Jesus said, well, what do you have? Well, the fact is that we, you know, we have some loaves and some fishes. And, and Jesus, again, in that miraculous way, comes to the Father in the same way he's teaching us now that in the midst of not enough food, in the midst of being out in the country, in the midst of, of a whole bunch of people that, you know, that could turn into a really serious uh, fight over the, the minimal resources that were available. And Jesus says, thank you, Father for what you have given us and now let's share it let's share it with everybody and they the disciples go out and they share it and and so to me again that brings us back to these as we're talking about fear and faith and fact these all these three things are intersecting in this scene and this is a real scene and this is something that i think we can bring before the lord and anticipate and Again, there's a whole bunch of things. You know, Jesus was not just feeding himself. So often we ask, Lord, just feed me, just feed me. You know, our own selfishness, our own fear comes in. And, and Jesus is saying, no, 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 it's not just for, for me that, you know, God could have supplied enough just for Jesus and the disciples. No, no, God wanted supply enough for everybody that was there looking at Christ listening to Christ, eating his words, and, and getting, in a sense, spiritual food from that, and then saying, oh, but we recognize there is physical food. The fact is you're hungry. So when we, you know, just at the end of the show here, you mm -hmm. look at the fact, yes, there are issues that are of real course. and true yeah. and happening. We don't want to bury our head. We want to be aware. We, we want to face the fact that there are things we're afraid of, but we really do want to do like Jesus did and say, this is what I have. We look up to heaven and say, Father, help me. We don't become myopic and think this is just about me as you like mm -hmm. to use that word. It's not just about me, but it's about the community I'm in. How do you want us to respond with faith in the midst of our fears and 
the issues that are truly happening in the world. So why don't you pray, David? So Lord, we, again, I'm just going to pray the simple prayer as we come before you and we say, Lord, uh, we, I'm just so thankful that you love us, that you love us unconditionally with a love that we don't even understand ourselves, but you love us that way. And so we, we can come to you and we can say, Lord, I'm bringing all of my fears. I'm bringing all of my, my, my facts. <laughs> I'm bringing all of my faith uh, into this time with you. And Lord, uh, again, show us what we need to do as we live in this time uh, and, and what that means, even on a practical sense. And so we anticipate the answer to that prayer in Christ's name and for his glory. Amen. So thanks for joining us today and listen in to the second part because we got some good stuff. Join us next week when when we we talk talk money. money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.